0: petersfield's shine radio hello i'm Geoff lacey and i'm claire venice it's all about community
1: and a little bit of singing in this week's
2: Peapod. Peapod. if you love petersfield i love
3: the square the hangers the open air swimming pool,
2: lots of fun shops then the Peapod pod loves you
3: it's just a nice town
2: everything petersfield is in the Peapod pod with claire venice and joff lacey
1: Thank you for joining us in the Peapod. This week, we're at Petersfield's Community Garden, located next to the Adhurst Estate Allotments, for a celebrational seasonal gathering in the orchard.
0: We meet Chair of the Community Garden, Sue Edberg, as well as members of the Petersfield Community Choir, who are luckily in good voice this afternoon.
1: Also joining us is Petersfield Walking Festival's founder Malinka van der Howe, with news of how the Walking Festival is already shaping up this year.
0: Your local news update comes from John Walker from the Petersfield Post and Susie is getting better in her wild walk.
2: The P stands for Petersfield.
0: I think it's an amazing place to live.
2: The P pod.
0: Hello Claire, how are you?
1: Hi Geoff. I'm really good, thanks. Oh, it's yeah. nice to be out and about. You look a bit tired. I'm
0: pretty tired. We're recording this Sunday, the 22nd. We have finished our run of the Panther. We've packed away until next year. Yes, tired. <laughs> oh, well, but
1: congratulations.
0: Thank though. you. But we're outside. Yeah. It's cold, but bright. Clearing the air with a bit of smoke from the bonfire that's just starting. We're going to do a bit of wassailing. <laughs> Claire, what is? wassailing
1: well i'm looking forward to hearing more about it from (laughs) sue edberg actually who is chair of the community garden because they do wassailing here every year at this time
0: i've done a lot of whaling recently but (laughs) no
1: No, it should be good actually it's beautiful down here i love it down here this is a special place i think the community garden right next to the adhurst estate allotments of course i come here every month to meet steve amos yes to record growing together um i think it's a wonderful community space
0: yeah, um, we uh, we I've been here a couple. We've been here a couple of times now, not for a while. But yeah, it's lovely. We may have to pause every now and then because uh, we're right by the railway line, and despite the big diversion around the town, there's still trains running. So uh, you may hear some throughout the show. No, yeah, talking like that, Claire, mm. you come in in Petersfield half a dozen times a day. <laughs> How's the uh, road closures affected you?
1: It hasn't yet because it only started yesterday, <laughs> didn't it, on Saturday? So yeah, I've, I've got in my mind little routes I might have to do uh, for an alternative journey into town and back. But, you know, hopefully, hopefully it's not as bad as the, all the traffic lights that we had to deal with before Christmas with Aldi yes. being put together. So um, with any luck, it won't be too disruptive to people.
0: No, so, but by, my journey to work has been extended this week because it's the road's closed between Chilgrove and Lavant, flooded road. And now with all the ice... I think I'm going to be avoiding it for another week longer. That sounds like a smart thing to do. But I'm seeing John later. I've got a question I'm going to ask him. What do you think I'm going to ask him? Potholes? Not potholes. Linked. It's linked. I'm going to ask him, with the road closed, could they have taken the uh, opportunity to out the road? Okay. Yeah. Good question
1: to ask him. (laughs) Hopefully he'll know. That's
0: it. So, um, how's, how's January going for you?
1: You know what? It's going quite quickly. I find that this month can sometimes drag, I think yes. like a lot of people, but I think because of my daughter's 18th birthday last week, um, and i mean... just got a lot of projects on. I'm, I'm, it's going quite fast.
0: And how was the party?
1: Great, actually, and I have to say massive thanks to Danny and Jonathan at the Queen's Head pub in Sheet, because that's where we went, for a lovely meal with some of my daughter's friends as well. Um, I bought a cake. Everyone ended up singing happy birthday to her. It was a nice evening.
0: Well, the, 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 the question I put to you last week was, would she buy a drink? Huh. Did she buy you a drink?
1: She didn't. She didn't. Oh we bought her a goodness few. sake. <laughs> next time. <laughs> I think she was a bit overwhelmed by it all. Right.
0: Actually. Okay. I let her off then. Let her off. <laughs> Maybe she have to buy you one too, John. <laughs> yeah. For it. <laughs> yeah. That would be nice. Yeah.
1: Well, next to us is Sue Edberg, who is getting another fire together outside here at the community garden. Um, this is an area which I think Sue is hoping is going to be developed potentially later this year. So we'll speak to her a bit more about, about that as
0: well. <laughs> Now, we're, we're in, in the orchard, Claire. Mm-hmm. What's your favourite fruit? I
1: love, I love fruit, especially picked straight from a tree. Right. I don't know, you know, we've got apple trees at home and pear trees. I'm thinking about getting a plum tree, the cherry tree. The cherries always get eaten by the birds, right. so we don't get a look in there. Um, any of it, really. Geoff, do you have a favourite <laughs> <laughs> <Favorite> fruit?
0: <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> I don't eat as much fruit as I should. Yeah, I think I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I like a nice apple. Banana's not so fussed. But I like a strawberry. Peach, a nice white flesh nectarine mm. is, is, is lovely. But In the summer. In the yeah, summer. Lovely.
1: lovely. So. Well, it's an important time of year for fruit. You've got to cut your fruit trees back this time of year.
0: Right. We haven't got any fruit trees, actually.
1: Maybe you need to get
0: Wow, maybe a new hobby for the year. Yeah, kind
1: of. it's nothing quite like blossom in the spring.
0: <laughs> now, we'd love to hear from you, so if you have a story you'd like us to cover or would just like to say hi, please do call or WhatsApp us on 01730 555 500 or send an email to team at shineradio.uk.
1: Coming up, Sue Edberg on community garden, wassailing and fundraising. But first, with your local news, here's Joff with John Walker.
0: Hello, John, how are you? Oh,
1: how are
4: you?
0: Yeah, not too bad, cold. Now, we're recording this in your back garden. The road is closed. got a couple of questions to ask you around this, John. Has it made a difference to the level of traffic outside your house?
4: Not really. What it has made a difference to is the traffic tailbacks. (laughs) Queues. (laughs) Saturday morning and this morning, and no doubt tomorrow, are amazing. They've diverted traffic coming into Petersville on the Winchester Road, down Frenchman's Road, round past the Swan Surgery, so that amazing junction, free-flowing junction at the end of it, with Charles Street and the Spain. So Saturday morning and early this morning, and I, I suspect tomorrow morning and in the evening, the queue of traffic was from Charles Street right the way back up, all the way back up past Orby, back onto the Winchester Road, back up to the round at the bottom of Bell Hill fantastic job.
0: (laughs) And then the follow-up question is, are they looking to, whilst the road is closed, looking to re tarmac all the potholes? Have you got any mood music you can
4: play (laughs) all of love? As we know, in its infinite wisdom, four weeks ago when Aldi opened on December the 1st, prior to that, the stretch of road and the Winchester Road and the Frenchman's Road Junction was completely re-tarmacked. Done, islands, everything. Now of course, Hampshire County Council and Roads Authority weren't paying for that. All were paying for it as part of their conditions of opening a store and they only had to do that junction. So they went up about 30 yards past Frenchman's Road towards station and 30 yards past Frenchman's Road going towards the Bell Hill roundabout. Now, at the same time, you might have thought if Hampshire County Council had any sort of announced about them, they would have said, well, while you're there, can you tarmac up to the station? Because there are potholes in that road. And if this little bit of road here needs doing, then surely all of it does. I think that's a fair <laughs> assumption. But because the council would have to pay for it, they didn't do it. So I don't think there's any danger of that bit of road up towards, from the road up to uh, the railway station getting done anytime soon. Thanks for that, John. What else has caught your eye in the last few days or so? Well, the donkey cart's up for sale as a building. Uh, it doesn't affect the businesses, it's just the building itself that's going to be sold to a new owner who you know, I suppose will undertake to keep the businesses there. It's quite interesting, though, that uh, it's being sold at this particular time, whether it's anything to do with the downturn in the economy. Oh, we are we or aren't we in a recession? Who can tell, Joff? Some people say we are. The government says we're not. So, but it's being sold. It's, uh, apparently it was an old farmhouse. I didn't realise that. I didn't realise that once upon a time, Petersfield was actually a, <laughs> a farming town. So, yeah, it's, it's a historic building up for sale.
0: And I believe you've got some news about our upcoming... Council
4: tax? Yeah, well, the Peterstone Town Council, uh, the first out of the starting blocks, announced the, their council tax for the coming year. Theirs is going up by 4.97%. I think they're allowed to go as high as 5%, and after that, they have to have a referendum. Uh, it's going to be about £7.20 a year to a Band D householder. It's, uh, it's interesting. The council have uh, struggled. Well, no, had to work hard to get it to that low figure. Uh, they had a lot of projects they wanted to spend money on. Quite a few of them have gone, but the interesting thing is that gives them about £980,000 worth of in- council tax income overall and their wage bill for the coming year is about 770000 which leaves a couple of hundred thousand kicking around to pay for electric and everything else. They've obviously done their sons and think they can make up the shortfall. I believe they're uh, looking at how they hire out the Festival Hall. They're hoping to get more hires from that, whether it's from blokes like yourselves and Pantos and Plays or uh, they've got tribute bands coming, I know that. So they're hoping to make up some money there. And I'm sure that their books do balance. But some of the interesting things is they've had to take uh, £820,000 out of their reserves to pay for new rugby pitches at Penn's Place at £120,000 and uh, the remaining hundreds of thousands is going on to that uh, interesting project, the refurbishment of the Festival Hall. And this again will just pay for the planning stages. It's not being spent yet. They've got to take it to the final level of planning. And if they decide to do that, that's what this money, uh, 700,000, will be used for. Uh, which then puts them to well over 1.5 million if they do it. 1.5 million on planning without a lick of paint or a new door in the building, anyway. And even if they only do one bit of it, let's say they do the kitchen, which is in a state. I think the kitchen part of it was between one and one and a half million which is quite reasonable but then you pay more than that to plan the project overall than you actually spend on doing the work so it becomes a three million pound kitchen that's if they only do that bit of it they've staged it also It'll be done in phases when they get the money but until they've done the whole job that 1.5 million for planning will be broken down onto the phases that they do so if they only do one phase i.e. the kitchen they'll be the cost of the kitchen Plus the 1.5 million planning. John, I think
0: all this maths and figures is tiring me out. It's great catching up with you. You have a good week and I'll see you next Sunday.
4: Oh, I can't wait, John. Hopefully it'll be warmer or we'll be somewhere warmer than my back garden. you wait?
0: The Petersfield Post is out every Thursday now, so do get one with your weekly shop or subscribe to the digital version.
2: The P stands for Petersfield. Petersfield is special to me. The P-Pod.
1: Petersfield's community garden began in 2013. Located just off Kingsferndon Road near to the Harrow Inn, the garden has continued to grow and thrive ever since. It's a great space for people to meet, be outside, share company and the gardening
0: workload. And even in January there's work to be done here, including a celebration too, as people gather in the orchard for National Wassailing Day. Chair of the community garden, Sue Edberg, explains exactly what is involved. Hello Sue, how are you?
5: Hello, I'm really well, thank you. And what beautiful weather we have. It's It's, it's dry underfoot, been frozen. It's wonderful. It's
0: lovely. Right, we're going to go cut straight to the chase. What is wassailing?
5: Wassailing is an old pagan tradition where you sing good health to your orchard and um, you get a much better harvest the following year. And I have to say we've been doing it since 2014. We get fabulous harvests.
1: Ah, that's good to hear. Maybe I should do it at home for my apple trees. <laughs> so what exactly happens in the afternoon when you do wassail? Well, um, the great
5: thing about wassail is that we have a lot of preparation beforehand. We have to tidy our orchard to get things organised. And then um, people arrive and we have a fire welcoming them and then the Peaceful Community Choir they've been singing since 2014 so they've built up a little repertoire of wassail songs and they will sing um, four or five wassailing songs and then we serve a warm drink and um, then we chat and then anyone who wants to can watch and take part in an apple tree pruning demonstration. And the idea is a lot more people are getting fruit trees in the garden and it's just giving people the confidence to have a go
0: at pruning their trees. And what fruit trees do you have?
5: We have plums, we've got early, mid and late plums, eating apples, early, mid and late and uh, cookers, early, mid and late cookers.
1: Do you think there's room to expand on the orchard if you could?
5: we have we have moved one or two trees into the community garden and i think we might have one or two more just
1: for a little bit more shade and interest now this is obviously a big community space here is this your first community gathering of the year it
0: is every january
1: yes and it's it's a wonderful way to start the year
0: and what other plans do you have for the year
5: we we are making this our year of fundraising because we want to build a big shelter that's big enough for everyone and will give everyone more confidence to come to the garden rather than thinking oh it might rain Um, it's got a roof that's six it's a wooden structure a green roof and very environmental and it will sit in the lower part of the garden and so it won't look enormous from the road Um, but it's around circular structure, we like to sit in circles, it's a, it's a sort of communal way to engage with each other.
1: So what do you have to do to make it happen this year?
5: We received planning approval last January and this year we need to raise about £23,000, which is a lot of money but it's for a communal purpose. and. It needs to stand up to all the weathers of this allotment and there are big winds that come and um, we want to be able to sleep at night knowing it's not falling down on someone. We want to have people visiting and feel that it's an area that's structurally safe. And that's what you
0: have to pay the money for. And who can use the community garden?
5: the community garden is open to anyone you can come along and join in a gardening group you may have your own group here we have artscape who come regularly throughout the year we have um breath and they they come weekly throughout the year it's open
1: for all going back to the ecostructure how can people help you raise money to make this happen
5: Well, we recognise that this is a very difficult time for finances for everybody and we thought it would be fun if we could help grow some sedum for the green roof as this is one of the costs that as a year goes by uh, it seems to increase the cost of the build. And so we're going to launch and ask people if anyone is interested in helping us grow some sedum. We've never done it, we don't know how to do it, but we're going to have a go. And then if the seed and roof needs repairing we're going to know how to fill in the repairs we're not aiming to build grow enough for the whole roof we're just aiming to grow enough that the price mm. doesn't keep on going
1: and are you doing any fundraising throughout the year for it
5: we shall be we we love taking part in the uh, town festivities and we're going to be growing plants that we can sell from within the garden for this project. And we're going to have a blossom day where we come and celebrate the blossoms of the tree in May. And then we'll have um, apple pressing end of September. That's great fun. November we make Christmas wreaths and decorations
1: and we'll also have some other events running. Sounds great. What an exciting year ahead. Sue, it's been lovely to see you again. Thank you for inviting us here this, this afternoon. We look forward to hearing the singing. So
0: pleased you could come. Exactly. So. lovely. Thank Enjoy you. it. Susie hasn't been feeling well recently, but in this week's Wild Walk, she's starting to get better.
3: Well, this week's wild walk is going to be quite short and very different because you don't really need to, to hear me suffering. Um, I've been in bed with this awful non Covid thing that so many of us have had. I know a lot of people had it over Christmas, but I really it floored me at the weekend. So, wild walk is going to be from the back door which I don't know if you heard, me shutting but Rain and I have come down into the garden to sounds of spring even though it is the coldest day but really this is about as much as I can manage and I've been in bed and I just thought, you know, in all honesty because all the time with you I like to sort of walk as though I'm walking with friends as you know and quite honestly uh, this is about as much as I'm going to manage this week but I do want to share those sounds. I, do, I hope you can hear them. It, there's something about the the air quality today as well. So although it's frosty underfoot, the air holds a promise of something. And I might include, if I've still got it, last week before I was ill, I heard a woodpecker, and um and I recorded that because it seemed so hopeful. And then of course now we have snow and things like that. But. Uh, rain stay up this way a bit so I've tottered down to the writing cabin um, which I haven't been in all winter because it's just costing too much to, to heat and I'm looking in at it and it just seems bizarre I I can't remember being well enough to be working there and, um, and warm enough isn't it strange rain that's our little place good girl but I know that <coughs> you'll have felt the same. And I think what I'm saying is, although all the plants are looking very sorry for themselves, I haven't been able to work in the garden. Gosh, that agapanthus is absolutely desperate with the, the frost has got to it. And I haven't cut the leaves back. And I like to keep as much as possible so that the birds have something in winter that isn't artificial. Um you know, so bird tables and so you can get really diseased if you're not careful and um, the, I'm looking at the pond now I've tottered over there and I, I've left a, a sort of thing in so that I can crack the ice I'm just trying to get in at it but it's absolutely beautiful this morning I noticed that there was um, sort of ice flowers on the outside of the windows which I haven't seen for a long time it must be this combination of having been so wet um, and then freezing oh I wish I could crack that with something I'm just going to find yeah, if I can find something to crack the ice with I think that would be a good thing to do, deliberately left something in there as I say so that I could What I need is one of my bamboo sticks. Yes, let's do it with that. Right, I'm getting one out. There we are, got that. Oh, rain, what am I going to do? Come and see. God, that's so funny. I've got a really bad headache. Um, And just that tiny effort. It's quite a lot. Anyway, right, I'm going to crack it round. Oh, heavens, it's Really thick. No, even the. This pan. Ah, oh, have Put a bit of air in. Good. That's good. They are coming over more by the vegetation and cracking that ice so the creatures can get to it. And that's a good thing to do, Rain, isn't it? See, even that aircraft is a slightly summery sound, so. I'm getting a bit chilly now so I think I'd better go in and uh, next week we'll be back to a proper wild walk because I'm determined to be well so oh, watch this space there it sounds spring-like and that woodpecker
1: Coming up, we bring you our latest What's On Guide to events taking place in and around the Petersphere. And Malinka van der Haal has some inspiring local walks.
4: God bless the master of this house, and wife and mistress too. And all the little children that round the table
3: go. Love and joy come to you, and to you you're what's held too.
4: And God bless you and send you.
0: We have Yazan Bonner from the Petersville Community Choir. Welcome. Hello. What's brought you here today?
6: So, we've been coming here for quite a few years now just to um, do what's called the wassailing, which is the, I think, blessing of the apples or encouraging the crop so we come here we sing some wassailing songs to the trees um now i did i did hear some in the i did hear some in the background what what are the lyrics oh my goodness me so um they're all fairly similar um i think there's a lot of walking around drinking mulled cider and things like that involved um but it's basically saying Come on, trees, grow, give us a good crop and we will give you this in return, which is decent pruning and looking after them.
1: It sounded lovely. I heard (laughs) heard the singing. It sounded lovely. Four or five songs that you sang. Is that a normal thing that you tend to do every year here?
6: We have done for probably, I should have looked it up, but I think we've been coming for at least the last sort of five years um, and it's a small number of the choir that are local that can get down here, so it's not the whole choir. Um, we just sing some songs in unison because obviously we're singing outside. We have sung in much worse weather than this in the past with umbrellas, and <laughs> um, so today was lovely, cold but lovely.
1: Yeah, nice afternoon for it. Very. How lovely. many members are in the Petersfield Community
6: Choir in total then? So at the moment we've got probably about forty. It fluctuates, but um, I think our average weekly number is about 40 members.
0: I'm intrigued. How many wassailing songs are there?
6: So, you're probably not asking the right person, as in I'm not an expert. <laughs> However, if you Googled wassailing songs, yeah. you would be going down a rabbit hole. Oh, I think wassailing probably started in Somerset in very ancient times. So, it is a very, very old custom. Um and as I say, in Somerset, that's where it all started. But there are lots and lots, lots. of wassailing songs.
0: For me, I'd just like to, like to cut out the middleman and go straight to the mulled cider. <laughs> <laughs> Forget all the singing and the pruning. And, and the, the, apple, and the <laughs>
6: apple cake. The yeah. thing is, though, to have
0: mulled cider, you need to have apples, right? So
3: you've I got know. to have a
0: good crop
1: I'll, of I'll, apples
3: I'll, to make.
0: Can't be bothered to wait
1: for that. <laughs> <laughs> it does smell lovely. There's a nice group of people here, actually. <laughs> Is it something that the community choir likes to do? Is it quite a fun thing to do at the beginning of the year? It is,
6: and the fact that we are a community choir, we're an open-access community choir, which means there are no auditions, there's no requirement to read music, it's all taught, songs are all taught by ear, so call and repeat, and we sing mostly in four-part harmony, and doing things like this is lovely because it is a community event, we do concerts in the town, that sort of thing... Um, and also, this year we're participating in the Petersfield Music Festival with Liszt Bands. So that's going to be a really nice community thing to do. I think we're actually opening the whole festival on the 17th of March, so that'll be great. Something to look forward to. That sounds wonderful. Yeah.
1: And if someone wants to join, listening if they're listening now and someone wants to
6: join the choir, how do they do that? So um, we have a website, which is www.petersfieldcommunitychoir.com. Um we have a Facebook page and people can go on to there and then they have all the information and they can get in touch with us and then we can let them know. We rehearse on a Wednesday evening at the Salvation Army Hall during term time. So if people look us up on the website and then they can get information from that. Great. Right. Sounds good.
1: It's been lovely to meet you. Thank you very much. Thank you very oh, and much. it's been lovely to meet and to hear the lovely singing today.
6: Thank, thank, you, thank you very much. much. Thank, thank you. let to
0: be her and
4: mm-hmm. Oh may you grow. And Pop to, to the old apple, apple tree Apples now! Apples! Three bushel bands full! Talent old full! Barn floor fills, Little heap under the stairs! Hip hip. Hooray! Hooray! hip
1: hip! Hooray! Hip hip! Hooray! Hip hip! Hooray! Hooray!
6: <laughs> <laughs>
1: the Peapod Events Guide What's on in the Petersphere? The Gordon Rushmere exhibition, A World in Watercolour, continues at the Petersfield Museum and Art Gallery until February the 25th. For more details about this local artist and to book tickets for his exhibition, go to the museum's website.
0: The Half Moon in Sheep is hosting a Burns Night celebration on January the 27th and the 28th to raise funds for the Rosemary Foundation. Reserve your space for a wonderful evening of Scottish celebration and entertainment, including a two-course Burns Night Supper. More details can be found on Shine Radio's events page.
1: The town crier competition will take place on Saturday the 28th of January at 12 noon in what's believed to be the first ever town crier role in Petersfield. Gather in Rams Walk to enjoy this unique event.
0: If you'd rather stay in, there's always your local radio station, Shine Radio, to listen to. Available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week.
1: You can listen to January's edition of The Drinking Programme with Max and Phil as they discuss India, visit the Chiltern Valley Winery and Brewery and take a look at the German favourite, Riesling.
0: To listen to The Drinking Programme and more, go to shineradio.uk bringing you also a brighter mix of great music and local information.
1: If you're running an event, get it in the guide at shineradio.uk
0: we spoke to Malinka van der Howe in July last year, just before the first Peaceford Walking Festival took place.
1: We're delighted that she's back in the Peapod with us, along with participants of today's walk to the Community Garden. Hi, Malinka. Hi, Claire. Hi, Geoff. yeah. Great to see you here. You've
2: had a walk already this afternoon, haven't you? We have. Well, I have. We have. Yeah, we started off from the station at quarter past one. This was the third walk of the the new walking festival year. Um, uh, Just a three miler to the community garden and back again. Slightly different route, mixing it up on the way back. Um, uh, Just to help people understand how they can get here from the centre of town easily because um, not everyone drives. Um, So just trying to put the garden on the map a bit.
0: And what changes have you put in place for the walking festival?
2: so last year we did uh 46 walks in one week um it was kind of chaos (laughs) but organized chaos um, and it was very well received um but I, i yeah i like to mix things up a little bit and uh yeah, just to see you see what's the best way of doing it. Uh, and also the problem with the one week in August was it um, missed out a whole load of seasonal variety that we have locally. So, you know, no wild garlic in, in the hangars because that's May. Um, even our wildflower walks in August were a bit touch and go because uh, some cows were going to be uh, let <laughs> out on North Hill and um, they were going to eat all the flowers before we could get there. So um, So by doing it across the year... Uh, which is what we're doing this year. Um, we can tap into the seasons. Um, so, yeah, was sailing um, in January. Yeah, January was a bit of a. Had to scratch my head a little bit as to what to put on the the calendar. Um, obviously, snowdrops in February, daffodils in uh, in March, and a few other you know interesting things that we've been able to find. Um, so stay tuned. I've
0: got to say, the wild garlic in the hangars is one of the greatest smells. You can get, but
1: I think that's a really lovely idea there, Malinka, to, to change it around this year and, and utilize the gorgeous area that we have throughout the year. What upcoming walks have you got next? I mean, you've got the snowdrops, is that the next next on the uh, on the
2: list? Um, well, actually, I've got one more that I'm sneaking in, in in January, so um, again, scraping the barrel a little bit in January for ideas, but um, obviously, mud is all around us at the moment. Um so I thought a a walk on sandy soils. Um hoping to not get people's boots too dirty because we've got the green sand ridge roundabout. It is possible to walk around Petersfield in the winter and not get too muddy. Um so uh, yeah I'm not promising zero mud. Um and then yeah obviously into snowdrops in in February.
0: And what's your longest walk planned so far?
2: Um, well, at the moment for this year, we're only planning kind of a month at a time um, or a month or two. But I, ha- I am working on a, a plan for a circular Petersfield route, which, yeah, will, won't be for, for um, your sort of you know, casual walkers. It'll be a bit more meaty because there are a few hills roundabout. Um, also, I've got a thought for uh, Twin Peaks. So shoulder of mutter and butser in in one walk. Um, so, yeah. That's a great
0: one.
1: Well, a lot of people joined you today by the looks of things. There's quite a gathering there in the orchard, mixing in with some of the community gardeners here. So congratulations, Malinka, for continuing the walking festival and uh, best of luck with it this year. Many thanks. And so we come to the end of this week's Peapod. Thank you for joining us.
0: Thanks also to our guests, Sue Edberg, Isan Bonner, Malinka van der Howe, John Walker, Susie Wilde, and the Shine Radio team.
1: So from Joff and I this week...
0: Bye! Bye. Could you be the welcoming face of a famous Petersfield hotel, bar and coffee bar? The Old Drum is now recruiting front-of-house staff to work in its historic Chapel Street premises. If you're experienced in hotel, bar or cafe work, or the hospitality industry, then the Old Drum can offer you mixed shifts with sociable hours and no late nights. You'll need to be responsible and reliable. Pay is competitive. You'll be trained in barista work. And there's a choice of full or half-time roles starting immediately. Contact Maria at The Old Drum for more information or send your CV to info at the